This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. What's going on, America? And welcome to a new episode of the Dear America podcast. As you can tell by the caption, we are going to talk about divorce. <laughs> divorce. We're going to talk about uh, our society in America today. In fact, while I'm doing this, let's look at uh, America divorce statistics. Let's just look at some things here. And and the reason I'm doing all this is because I, I saw an article and I'll get to the article in a minute, but let's look at here. So, um, let's see. No, that's not what I want. Uh, percentages. Yeah. So literally, okay. So this says data for the U S numbers of divorces, uh, for last year, 689,308, 45 reporting states. So out of 45 reporting states last year, there were 689,308 divorces. That's 2.5 divorces per 1,000 populations. So those are people that get married in general. Um, here in America today, the average is 50% of marriages end in divorce and separation in America. Quite insanity, actually. But, but also very realistic and very relatable. I almost lost my marriage and it's, you know, I, I have talked about it, but it's not something that I talk about openly all the time, but it's true. And I think a lot of the reasons that marriages end the way that they do and marriages end, first of all, first and foremost is God is not at the forefront of the marriage. This is a very, very major thing. This is the simple way that it can be. We're in this culture and society. Now there's this new podcast called the whatever podcast. And it's basically this one dude who has like 10 women on the show at any time. And they discuss dating and all these other kind of things. We live in a society now that dating is this insane thing, you know, testing out the car before you buy it culture, which is <clears throat> if your children are listening, this is probably not the part of the episode them to listen to. So earmuffs in three, two, one. Okay. They're gone. All right, fine. This new test out culture with sex, right? Where people believe that you should have sex with as many people as you want before you get married, that you should live with someone before you decide to marry them. And this entire concept is the exact opposite of what God intended. Now I'm going to not going to sit here and preach to you about oh you should wait till marriage and you should do this and you should do that because I wish that I could say that I did that but I didn't. I wish that I could say that uh, Alyssa was you know my one and only person but I can't. We live in a society where the entire foundational principle of marriage is being attacked. 
And it's being attacked through godlessness. It's being attacked through sin. It's being attacked through culture uh, changes uh, of you know instant gratification, sexual immorality, sexual uh, exploration, all of the above. And and it's just something that I feel like needs to be talked about because when I saw this article, and I'll read it to you, and then we'll talk more about it. I just it just kind of just got me to a point that I feel like it's something that we need to discuss. Now, first of all, what do I consider sexual immorality, right? Well, you know, let's go to the Bible first. You know, that's that's probably the best best way to do this. So let's, you know, just first, you know, Mark 10, 9, all right? What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. It's talking about marriage. But this is my favorite one. This is Matthew 19, 4 through 6, okay? He answered, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? Uh-oh. <laughs> right there off the bat, the Bible comes out swinging against sexual immorality in the LGBTQ community and the transgender community. Wow, wasn't even really thinking about that, but bam, there it is. Boom, right there. Uh, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said, therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother? Okay, now here's something that goes on in marriages today. Some of y'all got your family way too much in your business. All right. It's just, the, it is the truth. Women, more specifically in today's culture than men. Ladies, you should not be calling your mama to talk about a problem first. You should be calling your husband. Dudes, you should not be calling your drinking buddy to go to a bar and discuss issues that you got going on before you call your wife. Uh, it's you, you're, it's God, it's you and God, then you and your spouse, then you and your kids, then everybody else. That's, that's the tier level of things. Okay. But let's finish this. All right, guys, many of you may know this, you may not know this, but I actually have asthma from my time in the wars, the burn pits, et cetera. And so the air being pure, the air being good is a very, very big deal to me. And that's why here in my home, we use Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. This is proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 300,000 units already sold, you know it works. Smells gone. Cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, whatever aromas gone. And for those of you who may struggle with lung issues like myself. This is the thing for you. It's what I use. It's what keeps me and my family breathing healthy. So right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three pack for your whole home protection. That's right. You get three of them. It goes all through your house in your most visited, most frequented areas. You get three units for under two. $100. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, kitchen, whatever. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, pure, P-U-R-E, Deals.com. EdenPureDeals.com and put in the discount code Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code Graham, and shipping is free. Go now. 
Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. Are you starting to see a trend? Both Matthew and Mark say this. In fact, in Genesis 2.24, therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his, to, to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Interesting. <laughs> it's interesting how these things start to repeat themselves. And there's one thing that you learn in seminary. There's one thing that you learn through studying and, 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 and in your walk as becoming a Christian, that if the Bible repeats the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, especially the almost identical exact same wordings, you really should pay attention. Um, we have and we allow a lot of outside access into our marriages these days. Okay, social media has created a realm of of comparison where we see other people's highlight reels and we think, why can't my marriage be like that? Or why can't my husband look like him? Or why can't my wife look like her? This grass is always greener on the other side mentality. The problem is people don't understand that the only reason that the grass is greener uh, in the neighbor's yard is because they've been, they've been, you know, cultivating it. They've been clipping it. They've been cutting the grass. They've been throwing manure and poop and everything that makes grass greener and all this other kind of stuff. And you ain't done nothing. Uh, men. We got a big problem with a men culture in this society to where with this equality stuff with women having the same this and that, which I have no problems with any of that, to be clear. If women want to work, let them go to work, but they shouldn't have to work. That is the difference. Men, you need to get off of your proverbial lazy butt and go to work. If you remember Adam, you know, Adam and Eve, Adam was already working, naming animals and stuff. Uh, before God said, you know what? You need a woman in your life. This isn't good. You, man should not be alone. But the work came first. Anyway, let's talk about this article because we can go through this all the time. But but this article, in my opinion, goes after the biggest issue with what's going on in marriages today. All right. So this is the New York Post. So and and, and here's the thing to even think about as well: the New York Post thought that this was a big enough story to write an article about this in the first place. And it is simply titled, I went on vacation and didn't miss my husband. So I divorced him. One more time. I went on vacation and didn't miss my husband. So I divorced him. All right. So this is a, I'm just going to read it as we go. And here we go. A mother of four a mother of four had an epiphany about her marriage while on a 10-day girl's trip to Greece. First of all, you're a mother of four and you're going on a 10-day? I got no problem with mamas taking time off and leaving and going on trips and stuff, to be clear, before I get the attack emails. But 10 days? You're a mama of four and you going on a 10-day? Wow. Okay. All right. That means it's 12 days because you probably got to travel to where the cruise ship is in the first place and then travel back. So two weeks. You're gone for two weeks. All right. Stephanie Hansen went on vacation with her best girlfriends uh, 
to Kefalonia. I don't know where that is. In May 2022 to celebrate her 40th birthday. This is a 40-year-old woman. I had a moment of clarity at the hotel that I had been miserable in my marriage for as long as I could remember. Hanson, now 41, told Southwest News Service, I was having the best time with the girls and the thought of going back home to my husband was awful. Let's see. I remember thinking while I was away about how I really missed the kids, but I didn't miss my husband, she said. I was in the worst shape of my life and it dawned on me at home. I was miserable. So I did something about it. You didn't go to the gym. Uh, you didn't go to church. You didn't start, you know, trying to help your marriage. You divorced your husband. Hansen said that upon her arrival home, she immediately ended her marriage. So when I flew back, I ended it there and then. I knew I had made the right decision when I saw his reaction. After leaving my ex-husband, the next thing I needed to do was lose weight. Those photos from the holiday made me see what horrible shape I was in, so I started working out at home and changed my diet. And now she's done lost weight, and she's then found somebody else. Okay, here we go. All right, so this whole thing right here. There's nothing in here about this man being abusive. There's nothing in here about this man being an adulterer or as Alyssa would call it, a serial adulterer. <laughs> There's nothing in here about him being verbally abusive, physically abusive. There's nothing in here about him uh, molesting the children. This is a marriage. You got four kids with this man, all right? You've been married for a while here. In fact, let me see if I can figure out how long they've been married. It doesn't say specifically how long they've been married, but they've been married long enough to have four kids. All right. And she goes on a girl's trip, which again, 10 days on a girl's trip when you got four kids, that seems like a long time. I wouldn't go on a 10 day guy's trip and we have three kids, but either way. And then she doesn't miss her husband while she's on the girl's trip. Well, no, duh. You don't miss the husband. The whole point of the girl's trip is selfish in nature, right? Which I'm not saying it's wrong to be selfish sometimes. Sometimes you need to be. You, like sometimes I need to be Graham. Sometimes Alyssa needs to be Alyssa. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things. The problem is that's not real. What you're feeling out there on the boat, drinking it up, living it up with your girlfriends and away from all responsibilities, et cetera, that's not real and that's not reality. And so what happens is we become addicted to and we get a little taste of lack of responsibility and lack of selflessness to be selfish is easy. Selfish feels good. It's hard to be selfless and it's hard to choose somebody when you don't necessarily feel for somebody in the moment. See, that's the big problem that we have right now. See, when we make a covenant of marriage, we make a covenant before God. And to be clear, where I stand today as a born-again Christian, um, I view sexual immorality, if you want to put that in, you know, fooling around, if you want to put that in the, the, you know, the LGBTQ community, you want to put it, anything outside of the covenant of marriage, any type of sexual activity, any type of anything outside the covenant of marriage, which is the joining of man and woman before God, anything outside of that is sexual sin. Anything outside of that is immoral, in my opinion. Okay, so that just eliminates all of it right there. But selfishness, 
is a huge thing in today's society because what we have forgotten is that we are not promising to, you know, to feel good about one another all the time. That's not what you're promising to have and to hold for better, or for worse, for, for richer, or for poor, through sickness and in health. The reason that they say those things is because if you are married, you ain't going to look the way you always look. You, you met some people look better as they get older. Some people look worse. Some people go through like a hills and valleys kind of thing. They look a certain way. Then they look better. Then they get worse. Then they realize that they don't look as good anymore. Then they make a change and then they look better. And then blah, 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 blah. That's what this chick did. She needed to lose some weight. She needed to lose some weight. And then when she lost some weight, she felt better about herself. And she went out there and found this guy that's got a receding hairline, but he seems to be in relatively good shape. And I promise you they'll be divorced too if they get married at all. And now you got a broken home. You got four kids that are having to go back and forth between mama and daddy. Why? Because you claimed you didn't miss your husband on a 10-day booze cruise. That's the problem we have in today's society. All right, what's going on, everybody? Listen, buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. All you got to do is text the word Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 to get a free info kit on how gold and diversifying your portfolio into precious metals can protect your money from the disaster dumpster fire that is the Biden economy. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control, and it's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. So you've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA in precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text the word Graham to 989898 right now for your free info kit on gold and to claim the eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st. Again, you owe it to your family. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your money. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. See, marriage is not about you're always going to miss somebody. Oh, it, it drives me crazy. Well, I just, I just knew it wasn't right when I was gone for 10 days from my husband and my children, and I didn't miss him. Well, you need some Jesus in your marriage. Well, you need some selflessness in your life. Well, you need to go back and revert to the commitment of marriage that you made. You didn't make a pact that says, as long as I feel good about you, I'm going to stay here. No, you made a commitment and you made a vow and you made a covenant that said, I ain't leaving. Whether you get cancer, whether you get fat, whether you get skinny, whether you get dumber or smarter, uglier, better looking, I choose you. There's so much biblical reference and there's so much th there's so much parallels between the love of Jesus for us and marriage. Okay? Jesus, we don't deserve God's love. We don't deserve that.
Okay, there's going to be times where you don't deserve the love and support of your spouse because you're being a jerk and then vice versa. There's going to be times where your wife's losing her mind over something. Who knows what for? I love Alyssa to death. Sometimes she loses her mind like a crazy person. And I don't even know what she's upset about. And I don't even think that she really knows what she's upset about, but she just wants to be upset. And that's just women. And now I got a daughter and she is the same way. It's like walking psychopaths sometimes. I love them both to death, but that's just the female persona. And then us men, we can be total jerks because we can go into our nothing box and we get to a certain point where we've had enough of this and enough of that. And we just want to go out with the boys and we want to do this and that and blah, 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 blah. Well, let me tell you what happens when you beat that. Okay. Because that stuff is temporary. Okay, if you put God at the front of your marriage and you work on your marriage, not work on sticking it out, you work on your marriage. Why would you want to stick it out? Why would you not want to make it better? And you make it better by putting God at the forefront of your life, at the forefront of your marriage, because you learn that if you put God at the forefront of your life, you realize that you're not really that special. And when the moment when you realize that you're not really that special, it makes you appreciate the other person so much more. Oh, I don't deserve better because I'm not the most amazing thing in the entire world. I hate this mindset. Now, again, to, to asterisk this thing, just so we could go ahead and do this, I'm not saying that you should put up with abuse. I'm not saying you should put up with uh, illegal activities. I'm not, we're not talking about extreme cases. I'm talking about the, well, I deserve somebody that gets me better than he does, or I deserve somebody that loves me more than she does. And what that normally means for men is uh, physical touch. And I'll leave it at that. That's normally what men are talking about. She don't touch me enough. And I deserve somebody who will. Well, newsflash, Junior, women ain't never going to have the same type of drive in that category that you have. And newsflash, ladies, men ain't never going to understand the emotional the same way that you do. We're just different. That's why opposites attract. And here's another thing. We also are in this weird era in our society where, you know, the saying opposites attract is a real thing. Um, but now we're in this concept of where you have such polar opposites that are getting married because of social media, et cetera. These people have nothing in common except they love the way the other one looks with no clothes on and that's it. And then the next thing you know, they got kids, et cetera. And then when times get hard, they have not one thing to go back to, not one thing to go back to, to get them through the hard parts because they actually don't even really like each other. One of my favorite lines from, believe it or not, Parks and Rec has one of the best lines ever. Leslie and Ben are getting married and they say, I love you and I like you. I love that line. I think that's great. I love you and I like you. Alyssa is my best friend. Now, granted, sometimes I need my guy friends and you, just because it is different. But at the end of the day, if I had to choose who you don't get to spend any time, you have to spend the rest of your life with this person and that's it. That's all you're going to see for the rest of your life. I would pick Alyssa because Alyssa is my best friend, but it hasn't always been that way. 
And that's what I'm getting at. Like there was a legit time in our marriage where I could not stand to even think about being married anymore. And the reality of it is it was that way because I was not living the way God wanted me to live. I was being selfish. I was the problem because it was all about me, 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 me. I wasn't getting what I thought I needed. I needed her to do more of this. I needed her to be this for me. I needed her to make me happy. And there are some of you right now that are doing that exact same thing. Well, he doesn't do this or, or I don't feel that or, or, or she doesn't, you know, check this off the box, et cetera. It's not their job, Junior. People are not going to be able to make you happy. People can improve upon your happiness. They can add joy into your life. But happiness is something that has to happen within you. And here's another thing that I'm going to tell you. Happiness comes up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. You're not going to be happy for your entire life. You could be happy for 10 years straight. Boom, got cancer. You're not going to be very happy about that. I promise you. But you can find joy and peace through the love of God. You see, something happens to you when you realize that this life is not about you. When you realize that life is not about you, something magical happens on the inside of you. Something miraculous happens where it becomes less about me, myself, and I, and it becomes about you and you and you, your family. This article broke my heart. Because this is the reality of where we live. 50%. 50% of the people that you know that are married, they're not going to make it. 50%. So, you know, I'm 36. A vast majority of the people that I hang around these days are married with children. That's the phase in life at which me and Alyssa are in. 50% of those people will not be married for forever. And it is heartbreaking. Because marriage is one of the greatest gifts that God has given us, to not be alone. And that's another lie, this lie that we don't need anybody. Ain't nobody ever helped me do nothing. I brought myself, I picked myself up by my bootstraps, and I got myself here. I don't need no man. I can do this, blah, 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 blah. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, we do. We need community. We are not meant to be alone. God only did one thing that initially he said, you know what, that's not good. Everything else, he got it right. First go, boom, done. Animals, good. Land, good. Stars, good. Seas, good. Man, hold up, not good. Man's not supposed to be alone. This isn't good. I have to bring somebody along, not for man to control, not for man to rule over, but for someone to stand beside man and vice versa. Did you know that Pure Talk saves the average family over $900 a year when they switch from Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile? That's right, $900 a 
a year. Also, they have a 100% money back guarantee. So why are you giving your money to woke companies that are overcharging you and using your money to spit in the face of your values every single day? day. Go to my company, puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to save an additional 50% off your first month. So what do you got to lose? Go to puretalk.com promo code Graham right now. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Go to puretalk.com promo code Graham today. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Men, we're supposed to treat our brides like the bride, like the body of Christ, like, 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 like the bride of Christ. What we are supposed to treat women with the utmost respect, the utmost everything. Ladies, you are supposed to submit to your husbands. And what I mean by that, before I get bad emails, I'm not saying you got to do Everything that he says all the time, whether that be emotionally, spiritually, physically, I'm not saying none of that. So calm down. I'm just saying that scripturally and biblically and whatnot, the man is the head of the household. Now, men, you have an obligation. Listen to your wives. Take their opinions and their knowledge and their wisdom and their knowledge of you. Seriously, you ain't all that in a bag of potato chips. None of you are. None of us are. We all could lose some. We all could lose a little bit of weight. We all could be humbled a little bit. We all could look a little better. We all don't look the way we used to look when we were younger. Some of us look better. Some of us look worse. And even if we look better right now, we're going to look worse eventually. Every single one of us has got issues. Every single one of us has flaws. Every single one of us is not perfect. And I promise you, every single one of us don't deserve nothing. And that is the biggest key to all of this. When you truly accept God at the forefront of your life, you realize one gigantic thing, and that is we deserve nothing good. The Bible is very clear what we actually deserve, but through God's grace, what is grace? Grace is giving you something that you don't deserve. Grace is taking the punishment that you deserve and letting you go free and taking that punishment on for you. That is grace. There's a difference between grace and mercy. Mercy is you deserve a punishment and they just don't give it to you. They're just like, all right, go free. Grace is you deserve punishment and the punishment still has to be paid, but it's paid by somebody else for you. See, when you put God at the forefront of your life, you realize we deserve nothing. And when you realize that we deserve nothing, it takes that selfishness out of you to where you realize, how can I enrich other people's lives? How can I be a better husband? How can I be a better wife? How can I be a better dad? How can I be a better mom? And then all of these translate into every other aspects of your life. How can I be a better friend? How can I be a better uh, coworker? How can I be a better employee? How can I be a better boss? I wrote in one of the chapters of my books. I always feel kind of pompous when I say that, you know, oh, you know, I wrote this in my book, uh, but, but I did. I did write this in my book that, that the root of all the problems that we face come from selfish desires. You look at all of the twisted natures of ending of relationships and ending of marriages, nine times out of 10, yes, there are absolute reasons to get a divorce. 
constant adultery type things, sexual immoralities, physical abuse, uh, criminal activities. Like, of course, I'm not saying I'm not one of those weirdos. It's like, there is no reason ever. Uh, of course there are extreme case scenarios. Somebody asked me, they said to me, well, what if my, what if my wife or my husband cheated on me? Well, how many times was it once? Were you struggling in your marriage at the time? My response would be, no, I don't think you should leave. I think you should try to work through it. I do. I think that you should go to church. I, I, I do. I am not a believer in once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a liar, always a liar. Once a convict, always a convict. No, I believe in the supernatural transformative powers of the Lord. And I believe that people can change radically and in an instant. So no, I don't believe any of those things. No, I, I don't think that that is grounds for a divorce. I think that you should try, but just like anything else, if you're trying and they're not, that's different. But nine times out of 10, the vast majority of what's happening, just like with abortion, I mean, it's with everything in our life. That's why I put it in the book. Nine times out of 10, the reason that we're at these situations and the reasons that we have these problems and the reasons that we see these things that we see are from selfish desires in nature. Look at the transgender community. It's no different. They do all of this stuff because there is something innate inside of them that they are not getting something that they feel like they need. So they have to do all of this and change all of that and demand that people accept them because they need something. And it's amazing how much better our life gets when we remove the I need something and turn it into what's something that you need. Like Chick-fil-A, how may I serve you instead of what can you do for me? Marriage is the most important thing. Well, marriage, it, well, no, I guess that's true because it leads to babies, et cetera. Marriage is the outside of giving your life to Christ. Marriage is the biggest thing that you're ever going to do. The biggest decision that you're ever going to make and the biggest commitment you're ever going to make. And we've minimized that commitment. People to this day even people that don't actively go to church, they'll say, oh yeah, accepting Jesus is, is the, that's the biggest decision you're ever going to make in your life. Well, marriage is right under that. But yet we just cast it aside. Fight for your marriages. Some of you right now are listening. Your marriage is on the brink right now. Your marriage is on the brink right now. Fight for it. Some of you need to go to your spouse right now and apologize right now. And it ain't just the men either, ladies. Some of you have been talking down to your husband for years. You think he's the dumbest person you've ever met. You think he's got all these things and you think you need to fix him when you really need to fix yourself. Some of you need to get up and go to church right now. You need to get on your face before God and pray. You need to put God at the forefront of your life and then that puts God at the forefront of your marriage because divorce affects generations. I come from a broken home, come from a divorced family, come from all the above, and it almost destroyed my marriage. Generational curses are real. Breaking generational cycles is not easy. It is extremely difficult, but through God, all things are possible. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your family. I promise you, it'll be worth it.
That's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it inspired you. If you are having any of these problems that we're talking about, please go and see your pastor. Please go and see that friend of yours that is in tune with God, that person that is trying to do it the right way. Find people that have been married for 20. If you've been married for 10 years, find people that have been married for 20 years. If you've been married for two years, find people that have been married for five. Find people that can breathe life into your life and into your marriage because it's the outside of accepting Christ. It is the most important thing you're ever going to do because it's not just going to affect your life. It's going to affect your kids' lives and then their lives and then their kids' lives and then so on and so on. God bless you guys. I hope this inspired you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you all again next time.